All right. Whatever. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Jason. Hey, what's up? And welcome to another episode of Observe and Report. I am one of your hosts, Jason Simmons, the city across from me. As usual, your other host, Jack Smith. Hi. So this is Observe and Report, the (laughs) the show where we watch things and tell you about them. Sometimes we tell you about them two times. (laughs) So for those not in the know, we had a little recording snafu. Uh, We went over a couple movies. We didn't go over all our movies. So what we're going to do real quick, what we're going to do real quick, all right, on this wonderful year of years, (laughs) in this year where everything went right, in this one mistake, the only mistake you'll ever have to endure this whole year is the fact that we didn't hit record. We should have hit record. So we're going to do really quick. It's going to go over what we talked about very quickly and you're going to enjoy it. Okay. Quick recap. Quick recap. Okay. What did we watch? Uh, Vampires versus Bronx. It was great. A lot of fun. I recommended it to you. You watch it. I like that you recommended it. We had to choose, you know, whether it be a vampire or werewolf. We both choose werewolf. Yeah, all yeah. Right. Werewolf all day. Um, Jason promised that he would kill me with silver bullets if I got out of control, which is not something I requested. And then he came <laughs> forth with a little too eagerly. I but offer more services than what is listed in the white pages. All right. It's fine. That's I'll, all I'm saying. I'll go along with it. Um, outside of that, I watched a show that has its intent is comedy. Its name is called How To with John Wilson. The first show is about small talk. The other show is about scaffolding. It's a show on HBO Max. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a couple episodes. Uh, it's, uh, you know, a show that exists. It starts off real small and sometimes gets real deep. That's what the show is about. Um, oh, side note, Vampires in the Bronx. I was really into Method Man as a priest. She likes a collar and a sweater. So... Man in uniform, <laughs> method or otherwise. Uh, and then, oh, I watched The Thing. Jason told me some cool-ass facts about it. <laughs> and you didn't have to get the movie spoiled for you, listener. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kurt Russell is beautiful in it. That is timeless, beautiful hair. Oh, uh, Zen and I both enjoyed it. It was not particularly scary, but it was uh, very gory and ooey-gooey with lots of probably squelching sounds and bone crackly, so I watch it mostly on mute. It's a fun movie to watch. On mute or otherwise. <clears throat> Happy Halloween. <laughs> now, we've caught up to where we were at. <laughs> Jason might murder me. It's not your fault. It's not my fault. It's a wonderful year with only one mistake. This one. <laughs> <laughs> and Jason, you were about to talk about Hubie Halloween. Oh, well, I'm so glad that we realized <laughs> we didn't hit record. To get all the good content of Hubie Halloween. Uh. Who boy. It's on Netflix and it's bad. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I, (laughs) as someone who has liked Adam Sandler things in the past and will probably like Adam Sandler things in the future, this ain't good. He's got the boys and girls together again. You know, his people. Uh, You got your Kevin James in there. Got your Tim Meadows. Got your Maya Rudolph. I mean, uh, Maya Rudolph, he had somewhat looked like some new school, uh, more recent comedians in there. A little bit some new school people in there. But, you know, I would say they've definitely been in the the Sandler mix before. Oh, okay. Um, I believe Maya Rudolph was in something with him. I believe Grown Ups, I think. Oh, okay. Um, But, yeah, you got your your Meadows. You got your Rudolphs. You got your uh, Keenan Thompsons. Um, you've got your Mikey Days in there, you know, a little bit of SNL oh, folks okay, thrown nice. in, the, in the mix nice. a little bit, but, um, it's like he's doing his best, uh, New England earnest impression. Um, it is, it is 
like he's taking like I liked Ernest Scared Stupid. Let's make a movie about that. Um, yeah, it's about a, a a dude that is socially weird. Yeah, um, who's picked on by everyone in town. Oh, Ray Liotta's in this for some reason, but he's in everything. God damn it. Um, is um, oh god, Rob Schneider in it? Yes, Rob Schneider. Of course, Rob Schneider's in this. Great. Um. And yeah, he's picked on by everyone in the town. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have gone missing. Uh, Hubie takes it upon himself to figure out who's been kidnapping people. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, June Squibb's in it too. June oh. Squibb's there as his mom. Um, and yeah, not to spoil Hubie fucking Halloween for you. Um, <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> um, oh no, big twist. It was his mom. It, it's it's uh, oh, June been taking people. Um, for what purpose? Ah, uh, jeez, because uh, everyone's been picking on him, and she didn't like that. Oh, so his enemies got—they didn't get killed. They just were about to be burned at the stake by his mom. Where has she been keeping them? Uh she stole them all in one night. It was Halloween oh. night. She just kidnapped them all. Okay. Um, Interesting. Yeah, and I forget who plays Julie Benz. Julie Benz plays uh, his love interest in the movie. I know that name, but I can't think of who. It is. She's on uh, the show with Ty Burrell and. Modern Family. That's the thing that she's on. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, that's all. Wait, one... as the mom? As the mom. Julie Bowen. Julie Bowen. That's her name. Julie gotcha. Benz is somebody else. Whatever. I got white lady blindness sometimes. Um, same. same. <laughs> um. Yeah. That's that's the movie. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Were there any redeeming qualities? Um, it had a lot of people that you like to see. <laughs> was it at all funny? Um, to me, Steve Buscemi and Rob Schneider had the funniest part. Oh, Steve part. Buscemi was in it. Um, Steve Buscemi, a consistent. And I want to know how they became friends. I feel like such a unique friendship that Buscemi and Sandler are friends. Well, because I mean, he was in. Um, Since like Billy Madison. Yeah, they've been together for a long time and he was only in billy madison for a second so but still the best part legit my favorite part oh my movie. god i was looking through just random pop culture fan art and one thing and i'm probably gonna end up buying it is just um it's the list of names it's like i think it's a drawing mm-hmm. but like a really good drawing of mm-hmm. the list of names with like that name crossed out in the lipstick and then like the lipstick tubes in there <laughs> and it's just like if you know it you know it it's fucking hilarious oh i stopped me in my tracks and i just laughed and i was like i think i need to buy this because it's so good it is a 10 second joke and i love it every time it's so unnecessary it doesn't do anything to further a plot nope. it's just there and it's great funny. yes um and it pays off a little later in the movie too <laughs> true 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 ah <laughs> oh, god but he'll be halloween and slightly billy madison we just talked about so there you go <laughs> we did it what, you, what you've been clamoring for finally <laughs> satisfy the fans out there <laughs> well something that i'm sure you will want to talk about <laughs> mandalorian season two yes mandalorian season two the best part of waking up is mando in your cup i don't know why i said that <laughs> i don't know it was it was a good part of a of a of a, of a weird week <laughs> yes um timothy oliphant looking good just basically being the guy from justified Jason, i'm all right with that. they've got some good barbers on tatooine because <laughs> that man's haircut was sharp it, sharp it was like uh, quaffed it looked like it was poured out of a bottle onto his it was head beautiful it was perfect it really was like this silver mane was like timmy you, you're looking great man um this has nothing to do with anything the mm-hmm. other day 
Zen and I were, we stopped in the Joy and Reed. Um, and as I was buying something, I was in a section that had, um, like the, I was by the men's like hair care stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and like their hair dye, like hair dye stuff. Yep. And Zen and I were just looking at all these boxes of handsome men. And like teenage girls, I was just like, if you had to pick one of them. <laughs> you have to pick a which box one, husband. Which one is your favorite? <laughs> and we stood there. Because <laughs> I buy dudes deodorant because you just get more and it's like, why not? <laughs> and so I was, and so they have to like unlock it. Uh-huh. So Isn't that the greatest shame? It's like I just want body supplies. Like I have like, to come and unlock these. Like, luckily, someone, some other girl was also getting it, so it was like mm-hmm. convenient. Um, so we stood there, and after I had gotten it, and we were all we stood there for like a solid couple of minutes, just looking at them and discussing them mm-hmm. and who they looked like and whatnot. And the manager, the same guy who had opened the deodorant for me, he walked by us three times. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we are grown women talking about handsome men on boxes for enough minutes for a man to pass by us three times. He was concerned uh, for the men. He was doing like a safety check of these boxes, being like, are you guys going to steal Are they going to steal these boxes? <laughs> Their favorite one? <laughs> They all looked great, <laughs> but we did in the end choose our respective men. Good, good. I'm glad. I will attend the weddings, and I'm Can't sure wait. they'll be great. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Mandalorian, season, season two, two, episode one. It was uh, fun. I enjoy, of course, I love when they sprinkle in people, you know, as voices totally. throughout the show. Um, I love looking at the credits, like, John Leguizamo, my guy. Right? Like, what? He was like the, the gang leader that was like, I was like, I know it. that voice. It's going to kill me because I cannot put my finger on it. It was great to see Amy Sedaris again. I'm glad, yeah. I'm glad her character popped back up. She's hilarious. And that just furthers, you know, the world they're building. It's yes. like, hey, people exist and continue on in this mm-hmm. series, which I'm very happy about. Um, I love that they like, I love the like little nerd things they throw in there for like, just fans who like read the extended universe stuff and like mm. all the apocrypha of Star Wars. It's like, oh my god, that's that's a womp rat. They talk about these things all the goddamn time. Yeah, there it there it is. <laughs> or uh, like a vibro knife. Um, when Mandalorian is having the fight uh, on the planet, like uh, with John mm-hmm. Wazama's thugs. Yes, he pulls out a knife and it looks like it's just like vibrating very quickly. It's like. That's a thing. That's a thing that I've never seen the thing. You guys talk about it all the time. Mm. And like he stabs the guy. I'm like, this is satisfying for me. (laughs) (laughs) Very, very satisfying. I've never seen a physical representation of this thing ever. I've only ever read about it. Mm. So that was like very fun to scratch that like nerd nerve of mine. Um, But I loved this episode. It was just a straight up Western. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was really cool. Like, you know, mysterious stranger comes into a small town. It's like, I need the sheriff's help. And like, we've got to get the house people together to stop this crazy thing from happening. And I loved that the, uh, the, the Tuscan people, the, uh, the Tuscan Raiders, Tuscan Raiders, that they, this is the most we've ever gotten about them. Totally. (laughs) Totally. Like, it just seemed like every time we encounter them in Star Wars, it's like, you gotta kill them on sight before they kill you. Mm -hmm. And it's like, hey, we're fucking people with a culture and a language. (laughs) And like, Mando, like, knows them and can sit and like, talk to them. Can talk a little bit of Tuscan, which is like, that's cool. I learned a very interesting fact today that one of the uh, Tuscans, uh, that they are 
hearing disabled and they know American Sign Language and they were brought in to like, you know, develop the, the language a bit. That's cool. So like it looks so apparently it looks like American Sign Language, but it's kinda not. Mm-hmm. Like it's like been modified like for the that. sake of expressing this language. Certain, yeah, that makes sense because there's a lot of um hand like gesticulations and stuff that went with when they were talking. So yeah. Makes sense. yeah. I was like, this is really cool. <laughs> um someone mentioned it was very uh baby Yoda light, which was fine. It's okay. We didn't get a lot of Baby Yoda, which is okay Well, especially because I don't like it when it's just after one or two seasons of a show, it's just pure fan service. Mm -hmm. Just like, no, like, I want you guys to continue on whatever course you had already charted. Like, I don't want you to go off just to make fans happy about something. Right. Um, So I'm fine with that. Mm -hmm. Like, I like that he went. I I just liked knowing, I don't know. Furthering the the story of Star Wars and all that stuff in the sense of what happened to Boba Fett after, you know, <laughs> yo, <laughs> after he fell in that Sarlacc pit. I was like, oh, that melted my little brain. It's like, well, he might have died, but his armor sure got spat out. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently I heard, well, again, I was surprised in the credits, they showed Tamora Morrison's name. And that is the guy that plays Boba Fett. Yeah. Um, and I was like, wait, 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 wait what? Wait, where, where was he? And at the very end. I didn't realize that that was him at the very end. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and I would not have, the thing is, like, it's such an expansive universe that if I, even though I had enough general knowledge, if I had not gone back and, like, watched those goddamn prequels and stuff, mm. and, like, I wouldn't have quite have known what was going on and whatnot mm-hmm. if I had just seen him pop up. I feel like it's hard to appreciate unless you have a really good grasp. You can still enjoy it, but you might not get everything the, unless you've really seen a ton of shit. Yeah, you're right. I think that uh, I certainly would not have recognized him or known the real meaning of it. It 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 is like so many things that are enjoyed like by a large amount of people that are like you know comic book based or like sci-fi based like that are based on like you know existing materials it does require you sometimes to do some homework or some extra reading yeah and like you don't have to do it to enjoy it but if you happen to have done it it pays off for you in dividends yes um and like it would just take so much more homework to fully understand the gravity of like that last shot right of like holy shit yeah yeah, you're right. Like it's it's Jesus Christ. It's like six movies. Yeah. To like get the payoff of like that one thing. Well, for ages I didn't understand like where kind of like the background of stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. And then when I started watching Clone Wars, because I'm a dumb dumb Jason, <laughs> sometimes I'm just slow on the uptake, and I was like. The clone guy, these clone guys, their armor looks a lot like the stormtroopers, but these are good guys helping the Jedi. I don't get it. And it took me an embarrassingly long time to be like, oh, oh, okay. I get, I get it. They turn, they, okay, they're Flip, back. Got, yeah. A switch got flipped. Mm-hmm. Allegiance mm-hmm. has changed. Quite literally almost, yeah. Contracts were broken. I was like. Friendship's lost. It's like, did they do a really bad job designing these? Because they look eerily similar. <laughs> hey, George. George, hey, it's me. It's me, Jax. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but these clone guys, their armor looks a lot like stormtroopers. I was just baffled for a while because I just didn't have the background. Mm-hmm. And it's so much, and I have such a bad memory that I had to watch things kind of 
um, in close proximity to each other. It's just, it's a lot. Um, yeah, I I was a little bit, a bit sad. I'm like, I wonder what the next episode is going to be. But there's no new episode yet. It's a, it's a weekly release. Show. I forgot that it's a weekly release show. I was excited. I was like, I'm going to binge this whole <laughs> thing over the weekend. And I was like, oh no, I have to wait. Um, I still very much appreciate they show like the concept art. Uh, oh the yeah, it's episode. beautiful. It's so gorgeous. Um, the music in that show is still so great. So awesome. Um, Luda Gordonson just killing it. Um, and there was something else. Oh, this show is weirdly, it, a lot of it was done in quarantine. Like as far as like the filming oh, really? things. So much of that show doesn't happen on location or outside. And oh, it's yeah. frightening <laughs> how real it looks. Well, cause did you watch like all the background I did. stuff? Yeah, it's yeah. really interesting how they do it. It's really cool. Like it's an amazing blend of like screens and like physical props mm-hmm. and like scenery, but like. Very little of it actually happens outside, which I was just very surprised at. Yeah. It's, it's impressive. It's very <laughs> it, impressive. It, I, the logistics of it have to be maddening. It it really is like movie magic, but at the same time, it's like a lot of blood, sweat, and tears put oh, into the planning yeah. of this. 100%. To make it look the way it looks. It would be so stressful. Yeah. Like, it's it's a massive undertaking. But it is greatly appreciated. For it sure. looks amazing. Like, thanks for getting that to us in this year of years. Yeah. Again, where no mistakes happened at all. <laughs> save for the one that just happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, What else you got? Uh, What else do I have going on here? Um, Oh, I went ahead and watched the movie... Uh, Oculus, Oculus, um, came out in 2011, um, directed by the same guy that went ahead and made, uh, Dr. Sleep, which you know this podcast really enjoys. Um, it's got your girl in it, Karen Gillan. Um, Mm. well, it's everyone's girl, really, not just yours, everyone's. Uh, Jason, I just watched a thing, I think it was for, like, British Vogue or something, Mm -hmm. um, on YouTube, and was her like a day in her life or something or like her perfect day and she's showing her office and there's so much she likes to write horror movies that sounds and she has like a super cool office Mm -hmm. with all sorts of uh tchotchkes from her career and stuff that's pretty cool i was like this girl's just for jason man (laughs) oh jason she's so great and she's so funny and silly six foot redhead weirdo i love just yeah (laughs) just the gangliest most delightful little scottish girl um but yeah she seems delightful she seems really cool um but yeah oculus came out in 2013 um it's a wwe produced film um it's surprisingly good you're blowing my mind right now uh yeah they didn't like you know write it because god forbid um but they pretty they put money behind it to distribute it um but yeah directed by uh director mike flanagan the guy with the most normal ass name (laughs) who makes these very visually interesting movies um i've never heard of this and no yeah, the basic premise is uh, <clears throat> a terrible thing happened to uh, Karen Gillan as a child, as, long as, her, as well as her brother, Bretton Thwaites. Um, and it's all caused by this seemingly mysterious mirror that their parents acquired. I just looked it up online, mm-hmm. looked at just a thumbnail of the poster, got a shiver up my spine, and closed <laughs> it out immediately because it was too much. Um, but yeah, it resulted in like, you know, a terrible tragedy that happened. Mm. Um, her brother was held responsible for that tragedy. Mm. Um, and 11 years pass, the brother's released from a mental asylum. 
uh, she has been working her ass off over like the last 11 years to reacquire this mirror and like prove that like one my brother's innocent and two this mirror is fucked up guys uh, she sets up this whole scenario where she like establishes all these cameras in a room to like observe the events that this mirror is causing. Don't say too much. I won't say too much, but like, but I am gonna have you describe this entire movie to me, <laughs> to me at length right after this. But it was just it was uh, interesting because it felt like it felt like the role that Karen Gillan was playing was like in like designed for like a man. Oh, because like she was so obsessive and driven. To like you know prove that this thing is like the, the true cause of it, and oh, it you just, have not met a <laughs> no who are obsessive and driven women. But I say that only because it feels like in horror movies like they never give that that path to like a woman. Mm. It always feels like you know some man trying to prove like the That's, science behind this thing, or like a cop type thing. It was just like my partner didn't kill this god or whatever yeah. that type of thing. Yeah, and it's just like. I just appreciated that, like, it's nice to see, like, you know, a, a woman get to play a role yeah. like this. Um, and I thought Karen Gillan's, like, performance was, like, she, she was, like, stone cold mm. science. Nice. Like, I'm going to get this goddamn thing right. Um, and also, it's a very uh, small movie in the sense that there's, like, four characters in it. Mm. And it is sometimes confusing because it, it jumps almost seamlessly through time. Like, you'll, you'll oh, be moving through okay. a room and see, like, an older Karen Gillan. Then the camera will pan and you see, like, her younger self. Gotcha. And it just seems like a seamless transition. Mm. Like, whoa, that's very cool camera choice there, mm. Mike Flanagan. Um, but, yeah, like, it, it's very well lauded in horror circles, as oh, I understand. Okay. Um, and just, yeah, like, didn't come out to, like, a huge fanfare, but, like... Yeah, I'd never even heard of it. Like, it did okay at the box office. Nice. And, yeah, like, Karen Gillan did that. And then she did... You know, Doctor Who, then this, and then like Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, this and is so right like, after Doctor Who. Yeah. Okay. Um, why did the WWE produce it? Um, For, was someone from there tied to it in some way? No, they really tried to like you know get their name out there as a production company. Oh, like we don't just put wrestlers in movies. Also, that's kind of what you mainly do. Isn't it called <laughs> World? World Wrestling Entertainment. Yeah. But the entertainment stands for anything. <laughs> don't you, I mean, don't to you be fair, see? I'm sure the overlap between horror fan audiences and wrestling audiences is pretty solid. I would assume so. So it makes sense. Yeah. It's just unusual. Unexpected. Yeah. And unexpected when, for them. When there's no other tie into it, it's not like one of the wrestlers appears and they <laughs> he just walked. <laughs> Triple H just walked <laughs> in the background or some shit. I don't know. But, but they've had other films where in which they feature, uh, you know, like, hey, uh, I believe it was uh, a movie featuring Halle Berry. Um, gosh, I got to get the name of this thing. Um, where it was really just, it was a financial success. <laughs> um, and people really liked it. Not what now? Not extant. Uh, the Call. The Call. Um, oh, like the wrestling company made this movie? Wait, yeah. The Call? Or the, the Call. C-A-L-L. The Call. The okay. Call. Um, and it was a financial success for them. Like, we're putting money behind this. We're featuring one wrestler in it. And it did well. <laughs> you said it was with Halle, Be- Halle Berry? Yeah. What, was it a horror movie? It was not a horror movie. It was like a thriller. Oh, okay. Like, where she is a 911 operator, like, you know, trying to uh, navigate someone through, like, you know, a terrible situation. Oh. I feel um, like I've heard of that. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. this did surprisingly well. But anyway, that was Oculus. <laughs> um, what else have you been watching? Um... So I watched, I watched the Justice League. Zach, oh sorry, Joss Whedon's Justice League, not Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, 
it, it, his sorry that was a terrible joke the one that came out a few years ago right yeah okay you gotta tell me how you feel about it <laughs> so here's the thing jason here's the thing uh-huh. i was like i don't think i saw this movie wait i think i saw this movie no, I didn't see this movie. Oh, yeah, no, I've seen this movie before. <laughs> I, it took me like half an hour to 45 minutes into this movie for me to be like, yeah, I think I've seen Fair. this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot of thoughts. It's the first time, despite having seen this movie at least once before, that I've had this many thoughts. Um, uh, <laughs> at one point... Once they bring back Superman, he's grabbing Batman, and then Superman sees Lois, and he tosses Batman, and the closed captions, it just says, thuds. (laughs) And I was like, oh, that really sums up this movie. (laughs) It's just a big thud. And, like, I think, I'm sure there are many reasons why this movie doesn't work. Mm Mm-hmm. I actually I like everybody in it. To be fair, yeah, like, it has they're a good all cast. solid. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's I don't actually have anything against Ben Affleck. I don't think he's he doesn't strike me as being. He seems to have some struggles. He doesn't mm-hmm. strike me as being a bad person. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of a big doof. That's fair. Um, <laughs> I think he'd, he'd also be like, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Damon's like, yeah, mm, yeah that's fair. <laughs> um, but I just don't think that, and maybe he has charisma in other roles, but he just is not charismatic as Batman. Mm. When he is in that suit, it's just a real kind of dud. Like, Christian Bale is great. Like he has, there's something about him that I don't know if it's like an unpredictability or something, but I'm compelled to watch him. Right. I'm excited to see Robert Pattinson. Mm -hmm. Robert Pattinson would not work in this movie just because he wouldn't. Those movies had mood and atmosphere, which this don't. Yes. (laughs) Like, and Ben Affleck just, and I don't think it's, for lack of trying, but he just doesn't have whatever it is that works for Batmans. That's a fair assessment. Batman. <laughs> for the, for the Batmans. <laughs> um, and because everything else for me, like, it's just so hard for me to put my finger on what else it is because I like everybody else. Like, Ezra Miller is actually really great in this role. He's funny. He's very, very funny. He's the most fun character aside from Aquaman who's beautiful and hilarious and delightful Gagado's trying her gosh darn best <laughs> and she's the only thing keeping that team together uh-huh. robot guy great I was attracted to him even though he's mostly robot, mostly robot. <laughs> but I was like I still see that face mm. um, it's just he looked like Ben Affleck looks physically uncomfortable in that suit which i don't know if that was a character choice because his character is also not in a great place and he it's pretty much over this whole thing he just has to do this mm-hmm. um but like if you're uncomfortable playing batman i don't want to watch you play <laughs> batman because you're uncomfortable and i feel bad that you're uncomfortable um i I can't even remember what the... I wrote these poor Russians with Greta Thunberg. 
<laughs> oh, there was some Russian family that they had to save, but and the girl in the back looks like Greta Thunberg. I was like, Greta, no! See, this is climate change. What's this happening? is what happens. Of course she's out there striking. Good for you, Greta. Um, I... Oh, and like the bad guy, I was like, why does he get... That is the greatest failing of this movie to me. I just... The whole plot is around... It's very, in a way, similar to the Marvel movies in that you got this magic box and this magic box is really powerful and you got to get the magic box. And there's a beam of light shooting into the sky. And we got to fight the beam of light. Yep. But like, what is that? Why does the bad guy get beamed up again? Who's beaming him? Uh, there's like what is there? What is happening? What is the? I just like they say it multiple times, and mm-hmm. yet I still mother box apocalypse. Yeah, dark like, side. It doesn't really <laughs> make any sense, and it's like a lot of a lot of things. In a lot of action movies and like big movies like this, the plots certainly are not the strongest parts. There are no but they're enough. Yeah, they're enough that you can just kind of like it's in the trunk. Suspend your disbelief it fell and out like the trunk. <laughs> like go with it. But this one, you're just like because they keep on going to these boxes so much. You're like, surely this should make sense by now, but it doesn't. And like when they're all fighting, like the action scenes are fun or whatever. Mm-hmm. I like all the people. There are some things that I did enjoy, and I didn't hate the movie. It was just a big dud of like, but what did I just watch? That's, I don't know, Jason. I think that's a fair assessment, um, partly because they did nothing to set up these characters and their situations prior to this movie, save for like Superman and Batman and mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, kind of. Ish. Her movie doesn't really relate to this yeah. situation at all. No. Um but yeah, like unlike Marvel, that like paved the road. We're like, okay, we'll introduce you to these characters. Mm-hmm. Then when we put them together in this movie, most of you who are coming here have seen them in their separate films and understand what they're about. So we're not going to waste a lot of time right. on who they are. We're just going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, again, they they're playing their movies like a television season, where this movie is just like, hey, don't don't you want to see all these these action figures together? Well, no. Who's that action figure? Who's the robot man action figure? Like for the average you're walking in, they don't know who the fuck Cyborg is. And I didn't. And I was just like, this poor boy. <laughs> he was supposed to go like, cause he's he's young. Like him and Ezra Miller are young. They're like twenty two, twenty three. Like, but in the movie, like he's supposed to just be going to college. college. He's like eighteen. Ezra Miller is. Mm-mm. Like early twenties is where they put him at. In the movie, itself? in the movie, yeah. Like, it just, it just didn't work. And I just, I felt bad for the movie. And and these truly are are like you know those two plus Aquaman are like our newest characters. We don't know anything about them other than what you've shown us here. So why are we not spending time with? Them? And none of their problems are solved by the not way. Not at all. And, like, once this is all done, like, I don't know what happens to them. I mean, the way I always see this movie, it's like, this is a C minus of a movie in, like, a series of films where it's like, my kid got a C minus? Holy crap, let's go out to the Fridays and get some Jack Daniels shrimp. We gotta celebrate. (laughs) Yeah, I just, 
it didn't set up those other characters for their own films either. Hell no. Uh -uh. (laughs) It was just... It just didn't know, it is like, and I felt bad for like this, it. This movie is plagued by the by the by the fact that it was one movie, and then Zack Snyder had a tragedy in his life; had to step away. Yeah, that was really. Sad. And they brought in Joss Whedon. Everyone's like, "Oh, cool, we love Joss Whedon." And then after the fact, it's like, "Oh, he was doing like some really mean things on set to people." Apparently, what was he doing on? Like he was extremely like just mean and rude and crass. Like a oh, lot no. of people, he ran a set like a dictator. Like oh, no. Ray Fisher, the guy that played Cyborg, like yeah. this past summer, like had a whole litany of things to say about you know no how way. he and other people were treated on set. <gasps> like cast members came out in support of him in that. Oh, I'm gonna be doing some googling after this, Jason. There's this huge groundswell of support for like this the quote unquote release the Snyder Cut, which has been going on for like two and a half years. Oh. Of like we want to see Zack Snyder's original masterpiece. It's like one, it was never going to be that. Yeah, no. Two, like who are you people? Where'd you come from? Um, HBO Max is putting seventy million dollars into reshooting and recutting and shooting new content what for a four-part miniseries what uh to take place over like four separate nights for, for 12 nerds to get together yes. Like, yes 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 <laughs> um we live in a weird age where like you know the voice of the fans for like major media outlets uh is really shaking things up it's too much power sometimes it just feels like hey we did a we, we did an art here's the art mm. you don't like the art too bad but now it's like we'll, go, we'll change the art if you will change the art we swear mm-hmm. to god we'll change the art like okay sure fine whatever have no integrity that's fine whatever <laughs> um but the idea is also like okay Zack snyder had a horrible thing happened in happened in his life like now he's getting the opportunity to finish a movie that he set out to make originally wow interesting yeah okay oh so, who knows i mean at the end of the day i'm not gonna lie jason I kind of enjoyed this movie. <laughs> and most people kind of did. I was like, okay. And then they walked away not expecting anything else, really. Yeah, because uh, there are enough good-looking people in that movie mm-hmm. between The Flash, Cyborg, and Aquaman that I was like, and quite frankly, looking at Gal Gadot doesn't hurt either. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Uh, it was great. <laughs> I was like, okay. I'll probably forget that I saw it. Mm-hmm. I'll probably watch it again. I was just happy to see, like, hey, here's a movie where a, a Superman smiles. That's nice. <laughs> you remember? Oh, yeah. And him. Remember when he used to do that? Can <laughs> Smile. I tell you? My, I was talking to my mom, like, a month ago, and I'm always trying to give her suggestions of what to watch. And I was like, hey, have you heard of this Enola Holmes? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and my dad was going to be away for a minute. Um, and I was like, you know... Like, it's a cute story. And also, there's this guy, Henry Cavill, in it. She's like, who's that? And I was like, hold up, Mom. <laughs> and I took a screen grab of him. And I texted it to her while I was on the phone. And she, she opens and she just goes, oh. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, Mom. And then she watched it. And she was like, it was great. And I was like, yeah, it was, Mom. <laughs> and we just kind of over the phone, like, high fives. <laughs> Body. Because he's so handsome. <laughs> Um, to take a complete 180 from that, I watched Emma uh, (laughs) on HBO. Um, it was really, really boring. Uh, (laughs) I tried, I had been wanting to watch that movie and I finally started to like on a plane Mm -hmm. and her, 
and I don't think it's the fault of the actress, but that character is so repugnant that I was like, oh, fuck this bitch. And I just watched <laughs> 10 minutes of it and gave up. I found her to be awful. Like, uh, it's, it is the Jane Austen novel about, like, you know, a woman who's a matchmaker that herself can't find a match. Yeah, but usually there's, like, the underdog and at least, like, uh, you know, Pride and Prejudice, whatever, they're, like, they're not, like, a well-to-do family. They're just kind of going about their business. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, you're just a rich bitch. Like, I don't care <laughs> about you. Like, and, like, you're really mean about these other people. And you're, like, not particularly nice to this girl. I'm out. It I, it wasn't enjoyable. And remembering for me, because my only, like, context for this is mm. uh, Clueless, which is way more enjoyable. Mm. Like, Clueless is just, like, an updated Emma. Go watch Clueless. You'll have a great time. Oh, yeah. Emma, eh, you know. It exists so that it walked so Clueless can run, you know? <laughs> um, that's that's why it's there in my You opinion. watched the most recent Emma, right? I watched the most recent Emma, okay, the one yeah. that came out in, uh, in 2019. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just found it to be incredibly boring. Uh, the costume is really cool if you like Victorian-style dress. It looks very pretty. Yeah. But... Um, but yeah, it, it wasn't funny. Um, again, it's intent is comedy. Um, <laughs> it doesn't deliver wholeheartedly on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. It is just fine. Share and Clueless manages to be endearing and likable despite all her flaws. Yes. And this person does. This character does not have and that. I kept looking for the parallels, I guess, because my dumb, like, okay, like, I just, I, I saw the movie. Like, I wonder how this book that's now a movie's like, you know, Clueless. And I was looking for the Paul Rudd character. It's kind of there. And he is sort of there, but it's like, I don't like this. You're not, you're no Paul Rudd. You're no Paul Rudd. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, so, yeah, like, it's no fault of the movie. Again, mm. I am not the target audience yeah. for Emma. <laughs> I'm surprised. I am not at all who they're hoping to catch in the Emma net. But <laughs> there I was, this dolphin in this tuna net. And just like, <laughs> you got to throw me back. Otherwise, it's illegal. So... Yeah, you pulled a real meat. And even I couldn't do it. That's how look it was. <laughs> That's really funny. Uh, I pulled a Jason. Oh, okay. I was my own little dolphin. <laughs> and I watched a couple episodes of the Netflix anime, Blood of Zeus. I'm very curious. I saw this and I was like, I'll watch this eventually, but I'm not into this right now. <laughs> what? This full moon on Halloween, our bodies, our minds swapped bodies. And it's a real Freaky are. Friday situation. We ran into each other and slammed into each other hard. And I just started watching anime. Um, One of the monsters is a giant lady with four boobs. Okay. <laughs> what is this show about? Exactly. <laughs> like, what, what is this show about? What, what attracted you to watch it? What, what brought you in there? <laughs> Why are there always monsters with tits? Was she a represent? Was she like a Greek mythological monster? Yeah. Which what which one what was she Echidna, the mother of all monsters? What was she? She didn't have a name, Jason. She oh, was just in the background. Just for- I, just, <laughs> I just happened to catch her and was like, look uh, at this big old booby thing in the back. <laughs> oh, what's it about? Christ. It's about uh this guy, Heron, mm-hmm. like the bird. Uh 
he and his mom are super poor and they're kind of outcasts in their little village. Uh, turns out his mom used to be a queen and uh, Zeus seduced her and um, sorry if that was a spoiler but you learn it very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Zeus seducing someone? No. <laughs> Get out of here. You know the upstanding family man, Zeus. That's not Zeus, I know. <laughs> um, and um, Hera finds out she gets pissed. Um, and it goes back to, you know, the gods fought the Titans. Mm-hmm. and Seems very on There brand. are some monsters and shit. I don't even know. I only watched a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just really got me in the old chuckle bone <laughs> with the boob monster. It really made me laugh. Um. I don't. I, I like monsters and I like Greek mythology, so I was like, "Yeah, Seems sure, like I'll check it out." Yeah. Okay. Um, the some of the voice actors. One of them is Mamie Gummer, Meryl Streep's daughter. Oh, I think she's really pretty. Sam thinks so too. <laughs> um, she plays the this like warrior lady. Mm-hmm. Um. And Jason O'Mara, you might know his name. He's voiced Batman and stuff before. Not my Batman, goddamn! <laughs> I don't know him at all. <laughs> um, he's done a lot of voiceover. He's also a recurring uh, psychopath on The Closer. <laughs> so I saw his name and I was thrilled. <laughs> um, I don't know. I might finish it. It was fine. Okay. How many episodes? I assume like the Netflix 10. But I don't even know, Jason. Okay. I saw that boob monster. I had a real long laugh. And then I stopped watching it. Yeah. Sounds about right. Okay. If you like anime and or Greek mythology, but check it out. Okay. Um, I'll tell you about an anime that I watched again recently. Yeah, um, you did. I saw it for the first time when I was like 18 and I watched it again. Started watching it again last night hmm. as I was trying to get my goddamn life together. <laughs> and <laughs> that show is called uh, Gurren Lagann. Um, it is about a boy. So humanity lives underground. Um, okay. They find an ancient robot, this boy and like his older friend. Um, they Break Wait, a- the boy and older friend find the robot? They find the robot, okay. yeah. Uh, I'm in. It's a pilotable robot. Cool. They can jump inside of it like a, like a mech. Ooh, like Pacific Rim style, yeah. kind of? But it's it's small. It's a small thing. Like, uh, no bigger than like a Honda Fit. <laughs> That's a very specific reference, but I do understand it, and I'm with you. That's great. They break out of their... Uh, it's un- just a Honda Fit. <laughs> <laughs> with legs. Pretty much. <laughs> They they break out in the Honda Fit. They dig through like their underground town to the to the uh, to the outside world, and they're like, "Holy shit! What's that bright thing? Is that what is that?" And like a girl's like, "It's the sun, idiots!" Like, <laughs> wait, what are you? <laughs> uh, and they realize like, "Oh, humanity has been like split up and spread across, and like we're why have we been forced underground?" And like mm. they realize that you know there are these mutant oppressors that they've oh. like never encountered that also have like mechs that are bigger than a Honda Fit. Explore Ford Explorers, even. <laughs> um, but yeah, and they go on their quest to like you know free humanity and like you know unite these other underground civilizations. Um, it is crazy inspirational. Like hmm. it is, like it does. Confidence isn't even the word that these like 
that one of the characters has. Like he is like a a, a generator of like believe in yourself to other people. <laughs> like I, there are certain lines in the show that like I've adopted into my everyday life. It's just humorously, but just <laughs> like, but also enjoyably. Like one of the main characters says, "Like don't believe in yourself. That's stupid. Believe in me. Who believes in you? All right, and nothing can go wrong." I was like, "God damn it, that's it's just like a little sweet. a little kid version of Ted Lasso." <laughs> yes, I love it. Like, uh, like just the the beaming positivity um, that comes from like some of the characters, and just it's like a little goosebumpy. Like, God damn, man, it just feels good to hear this shit. That like at a point in my life that I really needed to hear it. Like, <laughs> when did this first come out? It came out like in two thousand six. Like, is when it first okay. premiered. The animation style is so weird and herky jerky. Like. Um, it's so unique to it. Mm. Um, it it d- definitely takes big inspiration from like Western um, cartoons like Looney okay. Tunes and whatnot. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's like giant robots with drills fighting each other, like for the sake of humanity. Cool. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I'm into it. Um, I watched it on Crunchyroll. That's how I was able to view it. For those of you out there wondering, it's a service that only streams anime. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you that don't know cool <laughs> <laughs> um i watched the witches oh the new updates with uh with, with and girl. girl did you watch it i did not watch it yet actually so I've never read the original book by Rodal. Did you ever see the original movie? Nope. Okay. Went into it cold, Jason. All right. Interesting. I've never liked Anne Hathaway more. Wow. She looks real good. Okay. As soon as it started, I was like, I wonder how Jason feels about her with blonde hair. And come as you are. All right. <laughs> Just like her Covates. <laughs> Nirvana style. <laughs> Uh, she looks great with that hair. Okay. Let me tell you something. And her outfits are solid. But that hair doesn't stay on very long, let me tell you. I'm sure it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> um, this story is not... It starts off great, and it does not end how I expected it to. It make, Does it make you question, like, why is this for children? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it does. Octavia Spencer is great, mm-hmm. and especially when I f- remind myself that she is working against, she's acting a lot of the time against nothing. Yes. She's Thank you for pointing that out. fucking killing it. Because I was like, wait a minute. She's not talking to mice right now. <laughs> Little mice babies. What do you get to represent that? Because, like, you know, there's, like, a guy with a suit, like, with a thing on his yeah, head. Yeah, you're just holding a tennis ball? I guess. With googly eyes? <laughs> I'm assuming. But she pulls it off. Okay. Like the Academy Award winner that she is. Um, she's great. And I just... Um, I just don't know if this were real. I don't know how many things would be explained to people mm-hmm. of like what happened to their children. Because <laughs> we are just... I was with it until the very end where I thought things would change and they they didn't and i was like wait but what Some, sometimes your son isn't your son anymore but it's also still your son you gotta love him how, however you get them all right to not spoil anything for anyone out there. well because i don't know if it how does the original one end so the movie ends um 
the 19 it wow this is its uh, 30th year anniversary hmm. it came out earlier in the summer in 1990 um the, that one ends with like i guess my grandson's a fucking mouse now <laughs> um time for you to go home and live in the fucking dopest ghostbuster firehouse ever this kid had it made i wanted to be a mouse so bad as a child because of that movie um but anyway she takes him home uh he's living his life as a mouse um and th- he seems to be getting along pretty fine and then a good witch comes um that was uh angelica houston's assistant mm. and she does her little zip zap zap um and brings that boy back to his boy size he she turns him from a mouse into a boy again um, gotcha. in the original movie watch this movie jason <laughs> okay i need you to watch it <laughs> and i we need to discuss it <laughs> i will watch it i've been looking forward to seeing it also this has more things in it like the bone stuff the kids stuff i was like oh this movie is my nightmare i will say uh the 1990 movie was pretty grotesque in the effects sometimes yeah this one can be a little bit too jason <laughs> just fyi <laughs> i was like shit <laughs> i i can't say too much but i need you to watch this okay we need to discuss this okay i'll take i'll take a gander I'll take a gander. I'm I'm very curious. It was on my list already, but I will look at the witches, and I'll give you my assessment. I have thoughts. <laughs> um. Oh, uh, another thing I watched. Um, looks like for some reason it seems like a moratorium ended, or Comedy Central got really cool. But like, also the Comedy Central vault is open no way because it seems like uh things like Chappelle's show have come back to streaming um Ooh. as well as reno 911 which Where? i watch uh reno 911 is available on hbo max right now no shit and Chappelle's show is on hbo max as well as netflix damn wow two platforms at the same time surprising right That's shocking. which made it feel like what happened to viacom there's a clerical error here <laughs> you guys are like just trying like hey well we need cash right now how about detroiters um not yet I, they're doing classic comedy central things it seems like at this point um but I never got to finish that show <laughs> um, i'll give you my amazon password sometimes i have both seasons okay um but yeah, I watched some Rio 911. It's been that that show came out in 2003, 2003 that show Holy first premiered. Holy shit. Um it was just weird looking at something from like 17 years ago. That's uh, crazy. That's that was such a fucking great show. It really was. It really is. Um they're all fucking kids. Yeah. Um is what you realize like, "Oh my god, they're all so young." Um everyone, but at the same time it's still like fun and funny. Like it it ages pretty well, I think. I think um so. it's <laughs> cuz it was kind of a little bit in terms of the humor, it was probably a little bit ahead of its time. Probably. At the time, so now everyone else is just kind of caught up. Mhm. Um that first season, um, I'm seven episodes in, mm-hmm. but it's very sparse on like, you know, uh, on guest stars. Okay. A lot of the folks are like, you know, old, the state comedy mm-hmm. group people, like mm-hmm. got a lot of Ken Marino in there, got a lot of Mike Lee and Black as like, you know, your side characters right, or right, people right. like calling for help or whatever. Um, and I think in the following seasons is when you get a lot of like your alternative comedy people, your like Jim Nick, Rashes, your Nick Swartzons. Well, Swartzon actually is in the first season. Is he really? Yes, as, as Terry, the, <laughs> um, the roller skating prostitute. Yes. <laughs> um, but a lot of the the actors, the main actors, like the cops, like mm-hmm. they do double duty and play other characters. Yes. 
um, which is very prominent in the first season, but I think they do less and less of that as that the sense. series goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like it's it, it seems like a show that would be amazingly fun to be on. Oh, God, it makes yeah. perfect sense why they tried again. Yeah, on on Quibi, R.I.P. Um, this past year, <laughs> Quibi, it barely started and then it ended. <laughs> it was like, oh, this is coming. Oh, and it's done. It's like which it's- anyone could have told you that that would never fucking work it's like they were turning over the engine in the car it sputtered it sputtered and the car blew up because <laughs> you know what i'm not gonna pay for any of this shit mm. but it'll find its home somewhere all that stuff will get distributed to the internet as which fine yeah great i'm sure a lot of it will come to youtube um perfect even youtube tapped out youtube red just like fuck it netflix have cobra kai we don't care (laughs) (laughs) that's right youtube red i forgot yeah cobra kai had a second resurgence this past summer because everyone's like oh my god they have two seasons wow how great they had it was on another platform but (laughs) let's not talk about that um yeah so we're 911 still fun (laughs) that's all i gotta say about that nice um I watched this horror movie um, that I had seen trailers for for ages, and then I finally stumbled across it, um, The Wolf of Snow Hollow. I've never heard of this. Um, I. It sounds British. Tis not, sir. Okay. Right. <laughs> uh, it was written by Jim Cummings. Uh, Jim, Jim, that name is familiar. Well... A man named Jim, that is named Jim Cummings, plays the voice of Winnie the Pooh. So it's very funny to hear. It's funny to think of that's the same person. I can't imagine they're the same. <laughs> if they are, that's the most delightful fun fact I've ever heard. Um, he wrote and directed it, mm-hmm. uh, and it has him as the main character, Ricky Lindholm. Okay. Um, and Robert Forster. Wow, okay. As uh, Jim Cummings' character's dad. Um, and you're, it's basically, it's in um, a small town during the winter in, I don't know, like Wyoming or some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically Jim Cummings, he's in the sheriff's department as is Ricky Lynn home, and it's him unraveling and becoming kind of a monster. Hmm. While there's a monster on the prowl, Jason. Ooh. Metaphors. <laughs> um, and uh, in this small, like, ski town, um, a werewolf is out going after people. Okay. Kill them. Ripping them apart in weird ways. I had to mute it a lot. Did uh, qu- A question. Did this werewolf have a friend that would commit to killing him or her <laughs> if they got into control? And if they don't, what do they need someone? <laughs> I can be there really easily. Sadly, they did not have that. Okay. I'm back in business. Great. Definitely could have used some of those. <laughs> you should pass on your card. <laughs> um, and so it's just him and Ricky Lynn home trying to figure it out as he unravels. Um, and it's just kind of a little movie. It was, it was fine. He, I, it's frustrating because... His character, you can tell, is like a decent guy, but as he, as you see him becoming more and more of a jerk, you just want to like shake him and be like, get it together, bro. Snap out of it. Yeah. It sounds very uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Heidi as far as like his uh, burgeoning transformation, but like it, 
I just imagine he's just becoming more werewolfy, I guess, right? Oh, it's not him. Oh. Oh. Okay. So the werewolf is separately from him. He is becoming more monstrous as yes. things progress. He's, his, his personality is just becoming more terrible as he unravels because this monster is making him unravel. Okay. Because there's so much pressure on him to solve this. It seems like a nice blend of horror and psychological thriller a little bit. Would that be correct or no? The tone has more of an, just like an indie movie tone. Okay. Mixed with a little bit of horror. Mm-hmm. I think you might like it. And it's called The the Wolf of Snow Hollow. The Wolf of Snow Hollow. Okay. I kept mm-hmm. thinking like The Haunting of Wolf Hollow. <laughs> <laughs> that would also kind of work in a way um but ricky lindholm is great in it uh it was just a little a little horror movie uh, okay i enjoyed it enough because i enjoy a monster nice um i don't have much else i have one thing else me um, too i watched a horror movie um one that i weirdly enjoyed as a fucking 10 year old um <laughs> stephen king's thinner which a 10-year-old shouldn't be watching. <laughs> I feel like half of what you watched as a child you shouldn't have seen, Jason. Like, I, as I sat watching this movie as a 33-year-old man, I just was watching it laughing at times. Like, this is ridiculous. Two, this is offensive. Oh, no. Like, three, like, oh, my God, why did I watch this as a child? <laughs> did you, was it, like, on TV when you were a kid, or did you actually it go was, out and rent it? It was on TV all the time. We also oh. had a, a bootleg tape of it. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so it was definitely in the rotation of things that we watched. Um, I've never even heard of it. Um, yeah, it was, it's, like, based on a Stephen King short story um, of a, fuck, such a, damn prolific writer mm. um damn near everything of his gets turned into some kind of thing listen you'd be prolific too if you had a bunch of coke <laughs> it was the 80s i'd be so productive oh i guess so much oh, time. jason <laughs> you have 18 podcasts 12 of which would make no sense whatsoever some of them are 13 seconds <laughs> other ones go on for five hours <laughs> um but yeah stephen king's Thin- thinner which was made in 1996 um mm. It <laughs> uh, the basic premise of the movie is a, a man, a corpulent lawyer. Um, uh, you have ver- great vocabulary. <laughs> Thank you. Um, he he uh, is generally seemingly a, a, a nice man, a bit of a liar, um, as they characterize him uh, prior to the events that the transpire that change his life forever. Mm. Um, but he is out with his wife mingling with the higher ups of this new england town oh um and as he is having some relations with his wife in the car as it's as he's driving home um he hits a, the daughter of a gypsy man oh no um killing her Uh-oh. um as a result as the trial goes on everyone in the town protects him the sheriff protects him the coroner protects him and saying that like well he had nothing to do with this you know she died you know, and completely unrelated to the uh, the the hitting of the car, it's just an accident. He it was a manslaughter. When you say gypsy, which mm-hmm. I know we're not supposed to use that term anymore, right? But I'm sure that's what just what they that's said. That's just the, what they said in, in the, the movie. movie. Yeah. Um. You know, all those quote gypsies in New England. <laughs> I don't know. It's just. <laughs> Is it just supposed to be like a like a 
people who just like move around a lot basically no they're characterizing them as like stereotypical oh boy again as i said my second point this is highly offensive yeah, yeah, yeah. okay gotcha. extremely offensive gotcha and yeah so they wind up killing this woman they mm-hmm. cover up the fact of that and this man curses him like he curses the three people mm-hmm. he curses one man lizard he curses one man like uh god i forget like something else but he curses the, the our main character thinner and mm. he wakes up the next morning like oh look at that I lost five pounds how cool oh my dream and then like the next day like holy shit like this diet's really working like you know like the, i've lost 14 pounds in like you know a week keto diet it like, works. this is so great and then he realizes like he's losing more and more weight Uh-oh. and he's like eating constantly throughout the movie to like you know maintain his weight oh, and all this my stuff. dream yes and he realizes like oh shit like the coroner my coroner friend like this cancer and it like just keeps like growing on him mm-hmm. like the sheriff like you know he's like just has all these boils all over his face like oh no like you know we've all been something has happened to us mm-hmm. and like he goes on this quest to like you know get this curse off of him mm-hmm. and his wife is like you're losing your mind like you're just losing weight like why won't you like just like listen and like he secretly hates her the entire time like if it wasn't for her in the car i would i would never have been cursed and it's like it is you're following a protagonist in the movie that you do not like he is doing bad things the entire time Mm. and like you want to see him get his um the movie does end in a twist that is like ooh spicy (laughs) (laughs) can you tell me now spoiler alert for this spoiler for a 20 plus year old movie um so he chases down the gypsy man. He winds up like holding his daughter hostage. Um, Joe Matniega. Wait, who holds whose daughter hostage? Uh, the the corpulent man who uh-huh. is now becoming uh, extremely Thinner. thin. Uh-huh. Um, he, he holds hostage the daughter of the gypsy the, guy? Sorry, the granddaughter of okay, I was the say. gypsy guy. Okay, gotcha. Um, played by Carrie Wurr, um, who is not at all Eastern European or anything. Whatever. Carrie who? Carrie Wurr. Um, okay, yeah. Um, but regardless, the old man takes the curse off of him and he does shame him the entire time. Like, look, you white man from town, just fucking <laughs> die clean, dude. Like, you kill my daughter. This is what I'm doing to you. Like, fair. Equal. Like, yeah. just fucking take it. And he's like, no, man, fuck that. Like, I don't want this. Like, all right, put the curse into this pie. So they put the curse into a pie. Uh, he takes it home. He's like, all right for the curse to go away someone has to eat the pie he's like i know just the person he brings it home to his wife to eat um what whom he blames for the entire situation and who, why because she, she was gonna give him a blowy on the way that's home or exactly something? what happened <laughs> what <laughs> that's 100 what happened yo and you don't get curses for blowies and he believes Rude. that his wife is cheating on him with like a local doctor or whatever and he's like fuck her and fuck that dude i'm bringing this pie home um she eats the pie he's like let's make up okay and they go to bed he wakes up he sees her like completely like fucking desiccated Ugh. and he's like dope and he goes downstairs to like you know greet the day like up oh, but wife's dead like i'm now have my my weight's coming back like you know everything's great and like his daughter like runs in like hey dad what's going on um by the way like i know like you know i was staying with friends last night but i came back me and mom she talked it out we me and mom had the pie and it was so great love you dad see you later so yeah that's how the movie ends he this spicy twist that his 12 year old daughter is gonna die as a result of a fuck up that he made why is she not dead yet 
um, because she had the pie for breakfast. Oh, and the pie, and the wife had the pie for last dinner. Night for dinner, yeah. Damn. Yeah. I mean, that's a good one, Steve. <laughs> you racist motherfucker. And I don't know if he. Again, it's a short story that got adapted. So it might have been like three pages long, and mm. they were like, we got to make something out of this. So mm. I don't know what the original story was exactly. I mean, to be fair, in the Dark Tower series, it's really great. It's also, uh, one string of it is also very racist. Mm-hmm. I don't think maliciously, just painfully, painfully ignorantly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a theme <laughs> in some of his stuff. I'm sure, hopefully, he's changed his mm-hmm. mindset by now um but interesting story mm-hmm. i enjoy it thanks for spoiling it for me <laughs> it's my favorite thing like i thoroughly enjoy it when people tell me <laughs> stuff because i can never watch it myself um the last thing i watched was um the fairy of the time um i needed something uplifting i was worried it was gonna make me cry but it actually made me laugh a lot um because they're hilarious, as becoming the Michelle Obama documentary. Oh, I, what is that on? I don't. I didn't know this is a thing. Where did I watch it on? Um, I want to say either Netflix or HBO. Okay. Um, it was during her book tour tour of like a year or two ago for her book Becoming, which I haven't read yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just follows her. Um, kind of throughout the tour and like some of the stuff leading up to it and it's like interviewing her but also um, someone followed her around during the whole tour and documented it Um, and that family she is so funny and her mom is really funny and her brother is really funny Hmm. Um, they had me laughing aloud Um, and (laughs) she's getting into her car um, from like the hotel or something and she's about to go to the next place and so there's a big crowd outside the hotel and outside the car and you just hear one person yell we want you back (laughs) (laughs) and I was like oh oh, I get that person Um, and um, you know that she's a big deal when um for one of the stops, her Chicago stop, what prominent woman from Chicago do you think they have open up for Michelle Obama? Uh, wait a second. I, I know this one. All right. She's got to be probably had her own talk show, right? Maybe, yes. Um, Prominent figure in news at one point in time and then transitioned to the talk show and has her own network where she runs, you know, her own her own thing. Martha Stewart. (laughs) No? Then the second guess is Oprah. (laughs) Before you see Oprah on the stage, you just hear her talking. And you know, everyone knows who Oprah is. Everyone knows her voice. Yes. But I always watch stuff with subtitles. Mm -hmm. And the subtitle just said, woman. (laughs) And I was like, if you are... If you are... A big enough celebrity that for Oprah, they just put woman like <laughs> only Michelle Obama can do that. <laughs> then I realized later when someone else was showing her, they mm-hmm. also just put like woman or man or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it just made me laugh at the beginning when I'm just like woman. I was like, I'm, 
I'm pretty sure that's Oprah. And then they showed Oprah and I was like, who the fuck did the subtitle? I feel like subtitling is and captioning is such like a, an interesting but boring world mm-hmm. to like get into. Like, why'd you choose that? I don't know. They pay me like 10 cents per word. I don't know <laughs> what to tell you. Um, It was just, it was so lovely. She's delightful. And just seeing her interacts interactions with so many different people because some of them were like you know huge book signings at barnes and noble sometimes it was um a group of like 15 girls at a school sometimes it was just like 10 women at like this um church um like book group it was very sweet and like all her interactions with those people even if it's only for like 10 seconds like, she's so focused on them and, like, has such a lovely, um, like, she'll have a, such a lovely little conversation with them. It's just like, oh, what a delightful person. Mm. I just loved her. Um, and it was just a really great documentary um, with, like, a little bit of insight kind of into her world and stuff. It was great. Nice. I recommend it. It was a lot funnier also than I expected because the little, her little stories about Barack and everything are hilarious and Mm -hmm. about her brother and how her brother is the favorite and how she gets annoyed with her mom because her brother's the favorite like on the first lady of the United States whatever you're not Eric all right yeah when um she goes over to her brother's house for I think it's Thanksgiving and she's always just I I think her brother's name is Chris or something Mm -hmm. and her mom asks about the wine she's always like no I like Chris's wine. She's like, I have wine too. <laughs> she's like, let me try this wine. It's so great. And then I, she smells the wine and she just rolls her eyes. And she's like, it's not that good. <laughs> I love that even, you know, someone of her status, like, still deals with like family nonsense. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Just someone who's so smart and classy and like, just like all good things. And then she's still just like, oh, my. But it's ultimately a favorite, a human person. Yeah, <laughs> like a relatable human person. Oh god, she's nice. so funny. Um, I would recommend it to anybody who is a fan. And I'm guessing it's on Netflix because they did get that cool ass Netflix deal, uh, Michelle and Barack. Oh yeah, maybe it is so on Netflix. I'm assuming that maybe. Yeah, it's either Netflix or HBO. Either one. Okay. Yeah, but I will check that out. Mm, um, it's great. Uh, you enjoy it she's so funny like i've heard her several times on conan's podcast oh my god yes she's constantly a great guest there so she um um because at every stop in her tour she has someone interview her Mm -hmm. and um she conan makes it into the uh documentary oh cool because she was trying to think of you know in each city like a relevant person to have interview her Mm -hmm. um and Conan O'Brien was, I think it was just him and Stephen Colbert were the only men who interviewed her. The rest were Interesting. Women. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I will check that out. I'm very curious about it. Yes. Um, yeah. I feel like we got a good, a good amount of things that we watched, despite, like, you know, seeing each other relatively recently. Oh. Like, we got, got some things done tonight, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had a hypothetical question for you, but. Oh, sure. It might. It might take you too long. Well I, well, I wonder what the question is. So, I asked this to Zen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have my answers. If you were stuck on an island mm-hmm. for two years. Okay. 
you are going to be alone, but everything is fine. Like, you got, I don't know what situation this is, Mm -hmm. but you just, you have a house and stuff, but you still have to just kind of survive on your own. Right. But apparently you can get Wi-Fi on the side. (laughs) Or you have a DVD player or something. Mm -hmm. So you can bring five movies and or TV shows with you to watch. Okay. Again, it's for two years. There's not a lot of lights on this island. When it gets dark, it's dark. So it's going to be a little spooky out there, maybe. Okay. When I say five, I mean, um, like, if you wanted to bring, like, the Lord of the Rings, you could bring all three Lord of the Rings movies. Okay. That will just count as one. As one. Okay. So of the f- five TV shows and or movies, mm-hmm. what would you pick? Uh, bringing the Simpsons because that's 20 plus years of content <laughs> quantity love it Um, what else am I bringing with me I... so I can edit this so if you want to take them no <laughs> it's fine um, bringing the Simpsons because that's 20 plus years of content um, that's something I enjoy dearly um, and there's so much I haven't seen of it because Same. I know I clocked out for the last 10 12 years Same. um what else would I bring with me? I would bring. See, no, that's a cop out. I feel like I couldn't, I couldn't bring like open oh, the Marvel movies. Like, no, that's that's too many different movies. Hey, like, that's you know what Zen and I we we both did that. Mm-hmm. But I also asked like if you could only bring, say you could only bring like three Marvel movies, mm-hmm. which ones would they be? Eich. Um, jeez. Uh, I forgot to do three Endgame, Infinity War, and Civil War. I don't know. I think those flow into each other pretty well. Um, outside of that, so I got Simpsons, that, a lot of Disney content. Um, what else am I bringing with me? I would bring The Wire. I'd bring The Wire. Um, just because, ah. The cities. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember why I left. Jeez. <laughs> um, okay, so we got three-ish things there. Um, the other two. <laughs> Party wants to say, I bring Castaway. Just say, I did it better than you. <laughs> this guy doesn't even have a fucking house. Look at him. This noob. Um, who has two thumbs and isn't talking to a coconut? <laughs> this guy. Who's talking to himself? This guy. Um, no, not that. Um, what else would I bring? What else would I bring? Yeah, I would bring Dragon Ball Z because I enjoy that show a lot. Did not see that. Guy. And it's super long. <laughs> uh, several hundred episodes. Whoa. Um, and yeah, I could, I would I would get by on that. I didn't and, realize how long that had been on for. How many episodes there were? Uh, it wasn't on forever, but it's a lengthy show. Damn. Um, and what else would I want from the last thing? I'd do The Office. I'd bring The Office. Yeah. So The Office, Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. Three Marvel movies. Three Marvel movies. The Wire. The Wire and The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Really, what I'm surprised by is The Wire. <laughs> I need some drama or some seriousness okay. <laughs> to ground me. <laughs> Just switching between like, Omar and, and, and Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z, a lot of things. Yeah. People can be many things. All right. <laughs> all right. I like it. 
you feel me a lot of terrible and good things people are complicated yeah. i get it absolutely okay nice yeah. i like it oh what were mine mine are <laughs> i didn't think that you had anything else you asked me <laughs> what my five are okay parks and rec mm-hmm. the pride and prejudice movie the pride and prejudice movie hey I'm very surprised at that. Go That's on. my The Wire. <laughs> uh, the MCU. I'm going with um, Infinity War, Thor Ragnarok, and it's kind of a tie between Black Panther and Civil War. Okay. Um, Ted Lasso and all of Star Wars. Ted Lasso. Interesting. Yes. I couldn't do all Star Wars. I would get very mad. Uh, when you say all Star Wars, you mean everything ever involved with it? So, if I had to choose three Star Wars mm-hmm. things, it would be The Mandalorian and all of Mandalorian to come. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to the island for a couple okay, years. We got time. To there. <laughs> uh, Mandalorian, uh, Clone Wars, and... Uh, um, what's the newest one? The Force Awakens. Okay. I'll bring those three. Okay. Yeah. Two years is a long time. I want... It's a long time. I just want to... I want my comfort things. And yes. I want a lot of it. So I show some long ass shows. <laughs> it's like eight years of The Office. It's too much Office, quite honestly. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but... That's fine. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Honestly, because even though, like, even the latter ones, like, there's still plenty of funny bits. Mm-hmm. And also, in my mind, I'm not going to just be watching these things on the island. I'm going to be doing island stuff, you know? Listen, you're going to be swimming, doing some swimming, fishing. fishing. All right. Maybe you're growing some stuff. I'm digging hatches. I'm opening hatches, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Finding polar bear like, things oh, that are never explained. I was going to explain why it's polar bears here. Oh, okay. Probably just like grab some coconuts yep. or whatever mm-hmm. there's a lot to do gonna catch so some crabs yeah gonna cook some fish in the sand you ever see that wrap them up in some seaweed some, some like leaves. banana leaves and shit yeah there you go okay uh i would have to learn to like fish <laughs> Oof, that's gonna be a tough one um you do it you get you figure it out pretty fast get a sharp stick all right, you know, you get some big rocks. You, you, you make a little, like, cove for yourself. All mm-hmm. right. The fish that are there, they can't swim away. Therefore, they're just like, you just stab into it. All You're right? ready for this. I've, I've seen some Man vs. Wild. I've seen <laughs> some uh, Survivor Man featuring less Jason, travel. why are you drinking your pee already? It's day three. Like, this is part of the plan. <laughs> I get dysentery <laughs> real quick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Because I don't need that many calories. <laughs> See, I, I spend that out of me. Therefore, I need less calories to survive. <laughs> the only thing is, just got to get over the dysentery. That's the hard part. <laughs> <laughs> and day four, Jason is airlifted off the island. <laughs> I didn't finish <laughs> the wire. <laughs> Good to know. I'll stand by with a helicopter. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Check out the old Instagram ONR podcast. I've been pretty good about updating it. Yeah. Have a good time. (laughs) It's mostly handsome men. (laughs) And I'm okay with that. So, bye, y'all.
We'll talk to you later. Bye.